It is Monday, March 1st. This week on the show, PC Mike talks The Wire, Season 3. The Giggler is going to tell us why he loves Guy Fiari. And the crew recaps Captain America, The Winter Soldier. And of course, WandaVision, Episode 8. And this week, we do kick off the Mostly Superheroes, Mostly Madness movie tournament. This is Mostly Superheroes. And welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly video podcast where we talk mostly superheroes, but also anything else worth watching. We review, we rate, we sometimes debate. I'm your host, Logan. Joining me, as always, my two co-hosts and dear friends, PC Mike and The Giggler. Giggler, hello. Welcome back. How was your week? It was great. Thank you for having me. Had some bonus... Give you a little round of applause. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're sure. I just don't. We're friends. You know, I like you. You're here. I thought I'll give it up for I you. I really appreciated the the bonus uh, in-studio time that we had on on Friday. It's a little, a little different. Yeah, finally did like a little hangout, like outside of the show, which like we really hadn't been doing. It was only just the show record. All right. See you next week on Zoom. Yes. It was nice to see you in person. Yes, it again. was. I loved it. Every second of it. And uh, especially the, the wrestling that we watched. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of which, PC Mike, welcome back. How was your week? I know that your Friday was was pretty good. Yeah, Fridays were Friday was awesome. Um, it was basically I was joking with these guys. It was kind of my make a wish. We watched a lot of wrestling that I love and some Psycho Sid stuff and all that. But no, it was good. It was good to like talk podcasts, but not like be recording and you can just like throw ideas off each other and relax and hang out and. Some other guys were over here too, so it was a good night, great night. Something yeah, we haven't done in a long time, like you said. Yeah, it had been a while. We had, you know, we've been laying low during the holidays, doing all that stuff, and uh, finally took a, a, a small little hangout. And um, yeah, I got to see Psycho Sid like in action, and I sure I ha- maybe had a little. He looked familiar once I saw him, but still, we Same. which which one did we watch that he won? Uh, Nineteen ninety six Survivor Series. That's right. Yeah, yes, that was- he did beat Shawn Michaels. That was I insane. That. that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm gonna tell you, as like a not a big wrestler guy, I just had a good time. I was like, put another yeah. one on. Like, this yeah, is great. Royal Rumble 2005. Is that right? I know we had a Royal Rumble. I don't. You, you're asking 13? the wrong guy. Yeah, 13 is right. 13. You're right. I think we we were about to watch five, five. but we pivoted to something else. Who that knows was, what? That's pretty good. And we did like a drinking game. It's like you. It's like a, a numbers. It's like once your yeah, guy. You draw goes. numbers. It's there's no skill involved. So you draw numbers and then. If your guy gets eliminated, it's up to you to pay the price. That's right. You got to keep your book. As I learned, it was tough. I yeah, never knew. It is hard. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's go ahead and get into our first segment of the day. Fan mail. There are so many ways to get featured on fan mail, mostly superheroes. Uh, the easiest way right now that I think is probably in our Facebook group. Seems like to be where we have our most active users. And also Instagram. Instagram is pretty good, too. I don't know if you guys have watched watched the numbers. Uh, But the squad page, mostly Superhero Squad, is an exclusive free group. Doesn't cost you anything to get in. Um, Go join it on Facebook. And I wanted to welcome some new members. 
So just going to say hello to you guys right now. If you're listening, we got Ryan, Bajoy, Andreas, Andreas, Ian, and Jamie. Welcome, guys. These were our five new folks. I uh, gave a little post to you in the Facebook group and wanted to ask you guys what you're watching recently. So if you hear this or you see it in the squad, let us know. You could probably get fe featured on fan mail uh, or even what you watching. Speaking of what you watching, let's just get right into it. Got a lot to cover today. What you watching? What you watching? This is where we tell you what we're watching each week. Starting with us three. Um, I'm kind of still giving my spot to the MCU rewatch. We got Captain America, the Winter Soldier coming up. Can't wait to talk about this film with you. PC Mike, starting with you. You said you're watching The Wire. Oh, there we go. The Wire, season three, I think? Yes, yeah, season three, okay. The Wire. Um, this is a show that is talked about a lot. Um, if you're in pop culture, you're around, I mean, you hear about The Wire. It's a lot of people's favorite shows. Um, watched season one and two a long time ago, kind of. I'm trying to get through it. I want to like mm. it, but it's like, man, do I like it? Yeah, you do were saying before the show, it's kind of like you season two, you still felt like, huh. Yeah, so like... The Wire, what they do, I mean, they're in Baltimore, high drug crimes and stuff, and the picture that you have up there, the guy in the window is one of the cops, and then there's one of the two kind of drug kingpins in the car. Idris Elba. Yeah, and then the guy that played, um, he was in Remember the Titans. He was Julius or whatever yes. Remember the Titans. Oh, okay. I see him. Yeah, yeah, I, don't yeah, know yeah. That, I don't know that actor's name, but I see him. Uh, he's in there, and then uh, you, there's some recognizable characters all the way throughout but uh yeah i want to like it but every season's a little different like there's some main characters but then they have like different seasons season two was about like a shipyard and the baltimore shipyard and like money laundering and stuff like that season three we're back in like the drug kingpin world and how baltimore's handling it i'm gonna get through it there's i think there's five seasons mm, okay and where, where's it? What's it on again? It's on HBO. Okay. And it's, it's like 2004-ish is when it came out. So I think then when it came out, it was like, whoa, they're doing something. Well, and like, you, yeah, like you said, that's how I've always heard about it. It's like, you got to watch The Wire. This yeah. is one of the best shows you've ever seen. And I just have never been drawn enough to it. I've never seen it. Have you? I'm the same. Yeah, I've heard so many good things about it, but it's just one that I've never got around to and, watching. And it has its parts, but man, they are, I hate, I'm not, I'm, I'll dog on. We love it. we love WandaVision, but I'll dog on it. These are true hour episodes. Okay, <laughs> they're not thirty two minute episodes. Yeah, it's so like it's, it's like, the hour. It's a lot of TV. It's a lot. How of many time. episodes per season? Like I season really one and two, I guess. I really don't remember because it's been it's a while. Over ten. It's been a while. Yeah, it's oh, over okay. ten. I watched three or four on Sunday, um, kind of separated from the lady upstairs, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna try to crank out season three. And she's like, "Go ahead." So that tells you a little bit more. Well, you like you know. said, you're pushing along, so I'm. That's definitely not enough for me to watch it yet. Yeah. So keep us posted. And, and then you you hear like names like Omar. Omar's a huge character in this show, okay. and, uh, and there's some cool parts, but it's just really hard to get into. And they do the thing that HBO does, and I don't. I've watched a lot of HBO shows. Like I used to watch Oz, the prison show, and I've Sopranos. They have characters that are like crossover, basically. They're not the same character, but the same actor, and they're in a lot of different shows. Oz has a lot of actors that are now in The Wire, mm -hmm. and then so on and so forth. So you'll have actors go into different shows, and you kind of see that. But I'm getting there. I just, I'm not going to give a rating yet. Or no, absolutely not. I don't but... think you should. You're in the middle of it. You're going. And that's what I'll say, because since Andy and I haven't seen it, we're kind of waiting. 
uh, we'll we'll shout out to the squad right now. If you are watching this, if you've seen it, without giving any spoilers, because we're kind of thinking, is this a show we should watch? If you're telling it, like, let Mike know, should he push through season five? Or is this kind of like maybe he should stop with season three? Keep us posted. Giggler, let's go next to you. We'll start off with the one where you said, make sure it's a really good picture because he's one of my favorite people. <laughs> Guy Fieri. Am I even saying that right? Uh, Fieri? You got you to gotta say Fieri. Yeah. Oh. You got to get the, the emphasis on the... Uh, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie. What's this guy doing nowadays? But I, I just Everything. say Guy, guy Fieri. I mean, Guy Fieri. There you go. Thank you. Here, I'll give it up for you. I can tell you're waiting for the applause. Uh, <laughs> he's just my hero. Oh Honestly, my like years ago, like I used to think, like he's like a pop culture icon. And I always thought it was like a joke. Like he's just, it, it's just people making fun of him. Like he's ridiculous. Like look at him. And honestly, <laughs> I've watched in the past year, because I think we just came to like, Today's like the two, they're, they're the one year anniversary of like the first two week lockdown, I think, that we had. In the past year, I've guarantee I've watched either diners, diners, drive ins, and dives or guys' grocery games probably more days than not. Okay. So it's, it's some it's, of your favorite stuff. It's gotten me through so many. When there's nothing on TV, it's put on Food Network, Triple G or Triple D will be on, and I will be entertained. No is it doubt. just like the that you like that type of stuff where it's like a different restaurant they're going to try to eat as much as they can? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's for that's for diners, drive-ins, and drive diners, drive-ins, and dives. Uh, guys, grocery games is is my preferred show for sure. What's, and what's this like, about? I have no idea. This, Talk to me like I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Because no, I don't. There, <laughs> <laughs> there is is uh, what is the name of it? Is it Flavor Town Market? And where course. do you watch this? But first, of food all. Food Network. Okay, Food Network. So, you're, but are you streaming it, or is it? Like... Um, you can stream it on Hulu. Okay. Or okay. It's basically about three days a week they do marathons. Yeah. Oh like guys, okay. Yeah. Okay. Diner, when Mike diners driving. Mike does. talked the other day about how ridiculousness <laughs> is on MTV every hour, except for like a few. This is how Food Network is. It's Guy Fieri. There's new episodes still coming out every Wednesday, and okay. now they do it th- via Zoom, where like now guys like cooking at home. Normally it's other people that are cooking against each other and he's like one of the the hosts slash judges and they will they have this flavor town market where they do these games where it's usually like three or four people that are chefs from restaurants all across the US, um, like aspiring chefs, and they they will do challenges against each other where he'll make like a theme, then there will be some something to make it harder. Like they can only shop in certain aisles. Sometimes they have to shop with like baskets like little baskets they have to carry all their food in that so they have to be wary of like what they're picking and some things like that everything like rules to make it hard or maybe they might have only a certain amount of money to spend okay it makes it super entertaining and then they cook the food um the judges judge it they usually eliminate one or two people and then there's like a final a final one where they do it again with like basically different rules things like that and then whoever wins they get a like, like a little um trivia related shopping spree and they can win up to 20k so all right okay it's unbelievably entertaining it I, sounds pretty good it sounds like the maybe like a sunday show or maybe like if it or maybe even more so like a like if you're like doing a puzzle and you just want something on on the tv for a little while this yeah, would be a good one for you. for sure guy but for the past year guy fieri has just rocketed up the charts into my like top 10 humans and i do not look at him as a as a joke of a character yeah, i'm not I'm, I'm not gonna make fun of him to you i know i'm not even saying like i was going like i i would never like just jump on the bandwagon of just making fun of people but i've just always thought like i mean just look at him i know i mean look at that shirt and that hair it's it's he is like a little firecracker isn't he yes he is okay all right well there you go and what's the name of the show again one more time guys grocery games guys grocery Number game one. you heard it here one of andy's getting in andy's top 10 here it is all right for check sure. it out here i'll it's give good. you another round of applause 
All right, and you have one more this week. Oh, yeah. Tell us about bot battles where I'll, people watch it, and what, what when are you watching this show? Did you guys watch ever watch this one? It was on like Comedy, Comedy Central. Central. Okay, yeah. so yes, I, that's the one ago. I saw a long time ago, maybe a few episodes. So evidently, it's back. I've noticed that the past year on TV, and they're still doing new episodes. And me and Mike turned it on last Thursday night, late at night, and uh, we were hooked again. Just we were we were our degenerates, so we did five dollar bets on robots that were on tv and i think we we evened out i think it was two and two but still <laughs> but it was a good time entertaining when there's okay. no, not a lot of sports on right now uh so, so it's back i mean it's, it's back yeah, on it's, it's new, new, episodes. new episodes like i think it's covid related because you can still see people wearing masks in like the control rooms there's a, a piece of glass in between them so uh but literally they just build these robots put them out there into this arena that has like random saws and you can see like that Whatever that is in the back, that's this one has like a, a yeah that one, that one has fire. There, one, there's a wide array of. Do they have like robots. obstacles still that come out? And like yeah, can hurt yeah. the cars. There's like obstacles will come out of the ground. Yeah. It's insane. Like wow, like, yeah, I remember this. This these, is like I'm having flashbacks in my childhood. These robots are just absolutely effed by the end of this, where sometimes they can't even move. And it's a nice uh, alternative to wrestling, I guess. Yeah, just it's like the future of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, about wrestling. Bot battles is back. Where'd you say to watch it again? Um, I think this is on. Oh shoot, I don't even remember. I think it was Uh-oh. True TV. True TV. All right, Mike's gonna look it up. We'll let you know if it changes. But Battle bots, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be like first link. Like, click here to watch. <laughs> say True TV. Uh, um, this says Discovery Plus. You can watch it on Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Okay. There's well, another plus for you. I'll hey, we'll, we'll, <laughs> But Discovery Plus is going to probably take my money here in a little bit. What's on Discovery Plus? Well, me and the lady, we lo- love Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that show. And now all of her content is going to be on Discovery Plus, like new episodes, I believe. So that's it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, Discovery Plus. Um, Discovery Plus. But you might have saw it on something else. Yeah. You might like, have seen it on. It might be available on other apps. Yeah. Maybe Hulu or something. We'll, 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 we'll let you know. If, you, uh, if you're watching, if you're watching ba- battles out there, let us know. Nice what you watching this week, guys. Uh, let's move on to our next title in the MCU rewatch. I'm so excited to talk about this one. It's a bust-out film. And uh, lately, if you guys haven't been paying attention, we have a lot of new listeners. I've seen you guys filtering in the last week or two. Uh, how we do this is we break open uh, the OG MCU stuff. Uh, the Phase 4 is kicked off with WandaVision, and there's a new title every single week this year coming from Disney Plus or uh, at least from Marvel Studios and uh, we're doing a fun thing where we're kind of reviewing the old stuff with the new stuff connecting the dots reviewing it rating it this next film comes off of our last review Thor the Dark World and it does lead up to the next events of the next Avengers movie Age of Ultron it is Captain America the Winter Soldier from 2014 let's go ahead and uh, this was probably like my Tenth time seeing this. I'm gonna start with you, Giggler, because I uh, I know that you did a rewatch recently. Um, tell us about the last time you saw this movie and how did it hold up for you this time around? Yeah, for sure. I watched this on my most recent rewatch, probably a month or two ago, what right before uh, WandaVision came out, and it still holds up for sure. One of the, definitely in that top, probably third tier of where it's like tough to discern dis, like discern movies from like each other, like. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like Endgame and Infinity War that are just for sure at the top. Uh, definitely, definitely up there still holds up. I loved everything. Like 
between Bucky and Cap, and then Nick Fury has a lot of a lot of good scenes in here too. And then even Scarlett Johansson, uh, she's in it a, a, a fair amount as well. So, R.I.P. to her her character. But oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler alert for <laughs> Scarlett Witch. Well, I mean, Black Widow's coming up. Well, I guess people probably don't know, <laughs> but it doesn't happen in that movie. So there yes. you go. Mystery is still happening. Correct, correct. But I I, I loved it still. Um, all right, same question to you, PC Mike. I liked uh, hearing what you had to say when you walked in that this was a uh, you liked it. But how was your experience? No, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's been you, a long time yesterday? since I watched it. I watched it Sunday, yeah, okay. yesterday. So, uh, you know, threw it on and you know, getting into it. And I thought Nick Fury stole the show a lot of times um, throughout. Cap's coming into his own. You can kind of see in this one, it's not so like campy type of thing. He's kind of getting a little more gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the Winter Soldier, Bucky coming in. I mean, I, I thought I was, it was, I was more entertained than I was when I watched it a long time ago. Yeah. I, I thought that might be the case. It's like this is a, this is an action movie at the mm-hmm. end of the day. I mean, it's a fight scene movie. There's explosions. It's, it's army military and the way it's shot, the music, everything. It's kind of hard to hate on. And I think there's turns in this one. I like these, like the little plot twists and things that they do in this one, but that, Elevator fight scene. Oh yeah, top moment. Awesome, top moment, hands down. Uh, haven't said it here, but uh, full spoiler alert, of course, when we do these reviews. And the way we do this is we break down the story very, very quickly, with the top moments, and then we're gonna connect the dots for you. So starting off, just some uh, high level stuff to kind of set the stage. This movie did come out in 2014. Um, I would say it's probably in my top five MCU films, but it's if it is, it is the fifth movie, so it's probably fighting for that fifth spot. Um, cause I'm more of like the Thor Ragnarok. I like stuff in space. I like even Dr. Strange, the magic stuff. This is the more real world stuff and it's just never appealed to me as much, but revisiting it, I felt so great. A lot of fun. This movie, uh, the budget for it was $170 million and it made $714 million, did pretty well. It was written by Christopher Marcus, Stephen McFeely, and it was directed by the Russo brothers, which of course did Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. So you know you're in for a treat. It's the ninth MCU title coming after, again, Thor The Dark World. And then next in our rewatch is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. And then the movie that comes after that is Avengers Age of Ultron. I don't, you guys are probably going to be maybe a little sad, but I've already done the rewatch for that recently. I just remember, I remembered I did it like two months ago, so that one's already covered. If you guys really want to talk about it, maybe we could do like a, a brief, even a briefer recap where we just rate it because i'd like to get your ratings on it oh i'm always on for that that's okay when, that's in my top five for sure okay we'll keep it we'll do it we'll still do it next week when we do guardians of the galaxy and we'll just do like a quick round table rating and like favorite part maybe so we'll have that prepared for next week deal all right here's the story captain america is back with black widow working for nick fury and shield until we learn hydra has infiltrated shield and Captain America is like, what in the world? This is the shield he joined in 19, the 40s that we met in Captain America, the first Avenger. Hydra slash shield leaders has hired an assassin they call the Winter Soldier, who turns out to be none other than long lost best friend of Steve Rogers, Bucky Barnes, Captain Bucky Barnes. Nick Fury dies, but he's not dead. We'll find out. Sam Wilson busts out as the Falcon. Hydra's plan is to kill people, according to Dr. Zola's algorithm. Remember Dr. Zola, the short guy with the glasses from the first movie? He's like still alive as a computer in this one, as like an artificial intelligence. And they're, they've created an algorithm to destroy all the good people in the world. Such an annoying voice when he's oh. coming out of that computer. Oh, that scene. 
I love it. I'm so glad they got him back in this movie. He sounded great. I thought yeah. that was such a cool component. I like when like they break the computer and he's like, I'm over here now. He's annoying. That actor is annoying in a lot of things that he does. It's like his. That's why like they perfectly cast him. You're just like this little shit. Yep. Captain America saves the day with another badass speech with help from Falcon, Black Widow, and the Winter. And then his cliffhanger battle against the Winter Soldier. Left to find out about this another day. Like what's going to happen with these two? It is kind of a cliffhanger, but Bucky does save him. From the river. Remember, he pulls Captain America out of the water, but we just don't know why. We know that he's like kind of remembering, but he's still very much Hydra brainwashed and has been for the last 50 years. Cap looks uh, at Sam in the hospital. This is he is hurt from this big battle and falling in the river, and it's really great. He looks at Sam as he wakes up kind of from this hazy thing and says, on your left, when they're sitting there in the hospital. And then the hunt for the Winter Soldier is on at the end in this credit in the uh, not in the end credit scene, just at the end of the movie. They're in the cemetery, and Sam says, uh, "Time to hunt for the Winter Soldier." And when do we start? And so the hunt for the Winter Soldier is on. That's how the movie ends. Uh, the credits roll. It's a great movie. I had a great time revisiting. It was so much fun. I'll give my rating in a moment. Definitely want to talk through some of these biggest connections, big, biggest stuff. Uh, but the mid credit scene in this one, this is huge, guys. Von Strucker. What's his name? It's uh, that's not it's not his full name. It's Bar- Baron Von Strucker. Baron Von Strucker. Okay, he is at the end of this, and he is give he has shown us for the first time Wanda and Pietro Maximoff in their cages with powers. This is the first introduction of the characters. There's no lines or anything from them. It's just a quick little shot. We meet them in this movie. We're going to talk about WandaVision at the end of this episode, but just to tell you real quick, we see Von Strucker again in this next episode. And that's all I'm going to say about it because I'll tease it out and we'll talk about it. All to say, this movie, Captain America the Winter Soldier, came out in 2014. So we just got like the payoff for (laughs) something in WandaVision that we're going to explore. We're seven years later. This is crazy. This is what Marvel does. This is why all the stories are intricate and weaving. And this is why most of superheroes is here to remind you that this is the end credit scene for a Captain America movie. With absolute impeccable timing. Oh, how weird. <laughs> <laughs> I knew magical stuff like this was going to happen doing this stuff. And it was so cool to see this. And I was like, I was just, th- I was like, oh, this would be good to watch this as I prep for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, wait, it's a direct connection to the episode of WandaVision I watched this week. That's a magical feeling that like when if like when and what other shows have ever made you feel like that? Because you didn't plan that. No. You just did it. No. It was just, it just like happened organically. It, it happened organically. The show's headed in a good direction, guys. Just saying. You're welcome, listener. We're we're highlighting the connections for you. You guys are probably the the fans are like, Yeah, well, no shit, we need all this. Yeah. <laughs> Get on board, guys. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you guys all right, keep moving along. Here we go. Um and then the end credit scene is Bucky visiting uh, the Captain America Museum. So you see that he's like digging a little deeper about who am I. All right, let's do some top moments. I have a whole list of them. Um, I have Captain America will return in uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. That's the line at the end, of course. Uh, we get a tease of Tony's parents getting murdered. We learn more about that in Captain America Civil War. Um, Anthony Russo's in this movie. He plays Dr. Fine. He's the doctor that like saves Nick Fury. And he also has some other cameos in some films. I think he has like four. The Senator from Iron Man two is in this. Um, and the first line of this movie is on your left from Sam, as we 
Wow. Yeah, what a payoff. I've seen that in so many memes lately because of, mm-hmm. I guess, the advertising materials for Falcon and Winter Soldier. So feel like that's going to be said many times in that show. Yeah, the ultimate connection right now is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I mean, this is the origin story of the characters in the TV show. You absolutely should get back and watch it. Um, let's go do a roundtable, do some top moments. Feel free to go and give a rating. Let's start with you, PC Mike. My top moment I already said, but that elevator fight scene Ooh. is so cool. And like how they do it and just the action. It was the sweat on that yeah, guy's head. It was one of the most action packed little scenes that I had. Uh Nick Fury when he's attacked and using the car and he's like they're they're beating the heck out of that car. He's like one percent. He's like now, and then he starts shooting and going. That's oh, yeah. sweet. Uh, the payoffs, like the little twist that Nick Fury's alive and things like that. Just a really fun movie. Just a really fun Marvel movie. And how we on the four point scale? Three point three for me. Not to say not to say you rate them lower than us, but that's a high score yeah. for you on yeah, MCU title. I, I, I said it earlier. It's kind of hard to hate this movie. It is. It is, and. Uh, it's getting you pumped for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, which uh, is 18 days away. That's insane. What? This yep. month? Wow. Yep. This month. We're in March. We're on the official countdown. It's coming right around the corner. Um, all right. Great rating. Great review. And we think Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to have this vibe, right? Oh, yeah. I think, I think and... it's going to be more action. It's going to be the same shooting style. Uh, you're going to get um, a lot. Yeah. It's going to be Sam and Bucky, man. I mean, it's going to be... I mean, we haven't really had Bucky flush out kind of what has happened to him. Like, we've had a lot of flashbacks tucked in to other movies, but I feel like it's definitely going to play more of a role. I would love to see what happened to him in Wakanda, like some time of him like hanging out there. I don't know, but it's definitely going to be this vibe. And, uh, yeah, Shannon Carter, I think it's Shannon, We she's in this movie. She's in the TV show, so she's yep. also coming along for the ride. I will say Scarlett Johansson, uh, just a nitpick. She was like chewing bubble gum a lot in this one, and just like chew it. She like they made her like she was chewing bubble gum the whole time. But I was like, yeah, I don't feel like I saw her do that in the other movie. But I think this is the movie where she's like having the most fun as just a shield agent, kind of cuts loose. Giggler, top moments that you're thinking of, and a, a rating. Uh, yeah, Mike. Mike touched on on my moments that I was gonna address, ex- except for the one where Nick Fury just pulls his eye patch off and does the uh, eye reader when they're at the. Um, where, where, that was at the shield like headquarters or whatever was it? Yeah, when they have to, he has to, he does, they do the scan retina scan. Yeah, and he has it scan his dead eye, and that's how that was like a hidden secret that no one knew about. Yes, I love that very much, especially because they kind of play at that in Captain Marvel later as well. well like he has the, the origin of his of his eye. His line to Steve Rogers is, "The last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye." Yep. And if you want that story, it's in Captain Marvel. Yes, one exactly. of the, one of the. Few good things about that movie. No, I'm just kidding. I'm. I can't wait to. <laughs> Are I, you kidding? I just uh, watched. I don't know. I don't think I told you that. I watched it a couple weekends ago. Y- you did. We finished Endgame, and Steph said something about. She's like, I haven't seen Captain Marvel in a long time. Like, I don't really know a lot about her. And I'm like, okay, I've only watched it one time. We'll just watch it. And you should have been like, why don't we just? If we wait three weeks. Yeah. We. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It I mean, was, you're going to watch it again, I bet, too. I mean, I probably will. It was it was better second time. Yeah, it gets but, it gets more fun, I feel like. The more I watch it, the more I'm like, okay. Do you think same. it's because your expectations are low now? Yeah. Is it so. kind of like me with Justice League? I think it day? is very similar to that. It's just yeah. like, you know what? Just have, I, Let's just... Especially after seeing Iron Man 3. That that helps. Yeah, let's yeah. just dip my toe in it. See what happens. We'll get there. We're going to watch it. All right. Um, And any oh, other moments? Rating, my rating, I guess. And I your rating, yeah. That. that 
that's all I could think of. I wish I would have been had some time to watch it uh, this weekend, but um, rating, let's go. I, I was thinking the same as Mike, 3-3. Three, 3-3? Three, three. Three, three. Yep. I like it. I like it. I was expecting, a, like you said, a, low, a lower out of Mike, but that we could be twins here. That's pretty good. Uh, well, I'll round us out with here some other top moments, other top connections, things to know now. First of all, I always like to ha- highlight the Stanley cameo. So he's the security guard at the Captain America Museum. He was pretty funny on that part. Oh, he's because Steve Rogers steals his old uniform back, and he's like, I'm so fired. <laughs> Agent Rumlow, he's like the first guy that gets on the elevator in the fight scene. He's like the, the youngest guy, the most like... I don't know what that actor's name is, but he's the most recognizable yeah, agent. Exactly. And he's in many other things. He's in he's they tease out, you know, what happens in Captain America, Civil War. You see that building get dropped on his head. That's a line he says to Cap in the next movie. Um, and then uh yeah, I think that was all my top moments. Uh, it's a lot of stuff, a lot of good connections. And uh oh I oh I did catch that whenever Nick Fury's hanging out in Captain America's apartment in the dark, waiting, and he pops in, there's a song playing. It is the song that Steve Rogers and Peggy are dancing to yes. an in-game. Thank you for noticing that. I w- noticed that when I watched this on TV a couple weeks ago. It made it like yeah. a, I mean, like it's a partially. hell of a lot more special whenever you see that scene mm-hmm. now and you're like. Because oh obviously I didn't notice it in Endgame, but right. it, during the rewatch, you're like, oh yeah. And also, I, I didn't touch on this earlier, but the one of the early battle scenes that was with the Winter, Winter Soldier, um, he's wearing that like black like mask type thing that looks straight up like the most legit COVID mask you could ever have. Yeah. And I was just like, this just hits a little different now. <laughs> yeah. It down just looks like a COVID mask. Yeah. <laughs> and goggles. Yeah. I got to get one of those. Um. All right, guys. I'll give my rating real quick. Uh. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's probably in my top five. I don't know. Like I said, it's fighting for that spot. It might be more realistically like a top six or seven, but I will give it a rating right now. This is a solid 3.3. <laughs> Rounded it out. Well, it's funny. I really try to block out your eyes. Rate, ratings and then like as i said it i was like oh that's we all have the same <laughs> you know what'd be fun one time that we would do huh it's to like rank the stan lee cameos in all these i'm down well you know what that's perfect for it's uh the annual mostly superheroes mostly madness tournament maybe one year we just do only oh, stan lee stan lee cameos because this one was good some of them you're like ah but this one it was like oh, yeah, yeah like that was pretty funny yeah that was pretty good some of them yeah some of them you're like yeah. oh okay we could do that as like a a tribute once in a once he uh Around his like death anniversary or something like that. Yeah, we should do something like that. Do something special, at least a, like a mini tournament or something. I like it because there will be some weeks where we don't have uh, Disney Plus episodes to talk about. Uh, it, are you sure? I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I already looked it up. There's is one. There? There's like up. one. There's like one. Well, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is only six weeks, and I think. Oh, it's only six episodes. Yeah. Yeah, so I I thought that, I thought there was something new every week though. Like uh, even on the off weeks, like Disney Plus releases well, like a behind the scenes thing. So if yeah. today's Monday, uh huh, and we get Wandavision on Friday, isn't there a week off between? We said eighteen days. Oh, here we go. We got yeah. March eighteenth. That's a that's a Thursday. Yeah, but March nineteenth. Oh, so the eighteenth. Oh, you're right. It does come yeah, out on the nineteenth. Eighteenth is Snyder Cut. That's Snyder right. Cut. Yeah. Well, I keep mixing it's up. It's gonna those be a great weekend. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun. Weekend. Thursday and Friday. <laughs> Just one. I'll do it one day. Yeah. Um, all right. So next up on the MCU rewatch where we take a quick break. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to do the same thing we just did just now. Break it open. Recap the story very quickly. How? I mean, I know I really pat myself on the back, but how quick was that? That was good. I think that was, was like clean, 10 minutes. Clean, too. Well, that helps to just write it down beforehand. Get it done. You guys are welcome. We'll keep it nice and tight. Not Otherwise, we'd just be sitting here talk, like going in circles and being like, 
It's so yeah. good. <laughs> you might as well just listen to the audio of the whole movie. That's yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, one of my absolute favorites. Can't wait. Uh, like I said, already, there is an Avengers Age of Ultron review out right now that we I've already done, um, and I'm getting ready to launch the MCU uh, library page for us, so it'll be on there. But like I said, next week, you guys come prepared. Just maybe have a cute couple thoughts on it, and we, us three, will rate it, give a fresh rating. I'll probably still watch it because I'm like watching them in order already again, mm-hmm. yeah. so I'm not going to be able not to. And then the last movie of Phase 2, before we move into Phase 3, is Ant-Man. So that one will be coming up in two weeks. Perfect. All right. Um, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we are talking about The Meat, which is WandaVision, Episode 8. One episode left before the big season finale. We'll be right back. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. I'm your host, Logan, with PC Mike and The Giggler. Just covered our What You Watching of the Week. Let us know what you're watching. Send it in at MostlySuperheroes.com. Love to get you featured on the show. We now continue in the MCU timeline. That was an M- that was a, a Phase 2 flick, The Winter Soldier. Now we're talking Phase 4. Talk spoiler alert right now for WandaVision Episode 8, the episode before the big season finale. We're recording this on Monday, so for us it's, it's uh, this Friday. But if you're listening... Uh, if you're listening on Patreon, then uh, this is two days away for you. If you're listening on Thursday when we drop this on public, hey, it's tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's tomorrow <laughs> for you. So uh, right around the corner, one more to go. Man, bittersweet. Want to get some gut checks here. I know we've been talking a little bit in between on the break, so I want to. I think you guys will probably be able to summarize this pretty good. Um, I am so pumped for the season finale. Holy shit, there were some big payoffs in this episode of episode eight for some o- uh, OG MCU films I've been watching. We just talked about a big connection to a movie we just watched, and we're going to get into it, talk about the story, make our prediction. Before we get there, let's do a quick gut check. I'm going to start with PC Mike. Tell us how you felt about this episode, for real, because this is good. It needs to be well-rounded. Honestly, a little disappointed in this week's episode. Okay, tell us why. Not to say that it was bad by any means. Just, I think the episodes before it, five, six, seven were just so good and like we were getting more and more payoffs. This one just felt like I wanted a little bit more. I wanted more. I know we're building, but I don't see how they're going to fit everything into the last episode. Now, the ending, we get a big payoff at the end, mm-hmm. we get a mid-credit scene with with a yep. payoff there. Yep, yep. But with all these kind of flashbacks and things, it was like, man, should we have 10 episodes and not nine right like because this felt like almost like a filler episode yeah in a way in a way because i I know what you mean i mean we needed a lot of this backstory it's stuff that we've been wondering but but to your point the episode seven ends and i said this too when you came in episode eight from beginning to end by the time the show ends all that happened was like they went outside (laughs) like they were inside Mm -hmm. wanda and agatha oh i have your kids and then spoiler alert for this episode, but like it ends like in the street, still facing off. So I totally hear you. The mo- the story did not move except for that mid credit scene, but we'll talk about that. And we did get some backstory with Agatha. Um, okay, and you, all right. And you have some you have some notes on there. Yeah, we'll me talk and Andy were it. actually asking. <laughs> see, when we do this podcast, like we're pretty raw when we come in, and we just want to <laughs> talk like fanboys that we are. And it's hard to like, oh, we're not recording. Maybe we should hold off. But yeah, we were just <laughs> yeah. talking about it. So. We didn't even talk about it. No, that's okay. We're, we're, we're going to get into the details. I have some good notes for you guys. Giggler, how did you feel at the end of this episode? Um, I was, yeah, I was a, a little bit disappointed. Not 
not not as much as like I, I think the the last one was was a little bit boring, but I mean this is just all comparative. This show's still on a ridiculous trajectory of just greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I think the reason being is just like I'm becoming like I think we're becoming like starved for like advancement of the overall MCU storyline and how this is going to affect everything going forward. You can see that in the theories that people are coming up, whether they're true or not. But it all is like, oh, this is a sign of the Fantastic Four. This is a sign of uh, someone else coming in, Mephisto's, something like that. Like there wasn't really big movement in that, but still, we got to see a lot of really cool uh, backstory, and I think that it's going to lead up to this next episode just crushing it. And I think we're all going to be an emotional wreck after the next episode. Um, because of what happened and then also just thinking about taking a week off of not watching this show. <laughs> but it is a positive that I did see in the news the other day that Kevin Feige announced that some of these shows will have um, second seasons. It's not yes. been determined yet, but I, I don't think this will be one just because of the style. How do, <laughs> what is she going to just do this to a different town or something? Right, right. No, I totally I hear what you're saying. Um, and it, I like that you guys are now calling the show boring when you attacked me last week for using that word. I'm, and now <laughs> I'm like on the opposite end. I, I here's what I think. I think that this episode has a ton of exposition. We're gonna get into it, and like, but I still like I had a great time, and I was glued to my TV. I was a little kid. I was an MCU fan watching, going, "Oh my gosh, this is cool." There were parts. Uh, actually, rewatching it today, a lot of those flashbacks, I agree. They could have been about half the time, each one. Let's talk about it right now. Get right into the story. Story We start with, on this show, just like the show does, previously on WandaVision, which is the title of this episode, by the way, I think, right? Yeah. Yes, previously on 47 Minutes, Wanda embarks on a troubling journey, revisiting her past for insight into her present and future. So during the previously... Um, they we actually get Wanda's backstory a lot in the previously. Uh, they get her stealing Vision's, you know, her stealing Vision's body. Uh, Vision getting killed by Thanos. Like Thanos is actually on screen. I thought this is awesome. Um, and then the big reveal at the end of Episode Seven. Of course, they show us Agatha Harkness is behind it all. She's been the one that brought Pietro. She's the one that's messing with Wanda's head. And it's time to find out exactly why. And we leave Wanda in her dungeon. Do you have what she calls Pietro? Like, doesn't she call him something when she's talking to um, Wanda in this? Doesn't, like, Phaedro or something, like, makes Oh, fake, like, yeah, like fake, fake Pietro. Yeah. Fie, yeah, Pietro. Pietro? Like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> fake Pietro. Pietro. Yeah. Can't we talk about this? Because we got to answer some questions about this Quicksilver. The show does open up, though. Got to say it. We called it. It's an Agatha Harkness origin story. It's Salem, Massachusetts, 1693. And here we see Agatha being punished by a group of witches. Uh, and they say it's for practicing dark magic and for stealing some knowledge. We don't know exactly what that means. We just we do know she has that book in her basement. Maybe she did steal. We talked about uh, last week when Anthony from Jock and Nerd was on. Uh, we talked about episode seven. And we talked about that maybe she did take a book from Doctor Strange. But we don't know. Not a lot to go on here. She begs for her life. She says she didn't break their rules. Their rules bent to her power. These witches give everything they got to kill her. They start blasting her. The color starts going purple, like her power color. And she kills all these witches. Like, pretty easily. Don't know why. Witch, please. <laughs> Witch, please. Including, including her mother. 
which her mother's the last one, and she's like, I'm going to really blast you. And Andy, you were just talking about this at the break. She has this crown that kind of goes on her head that kind of looks like the Scarlet Witch, but also just kind of looks like like almost like a Jesus cross almost, like a yeah. thorn or roots or something. Yep. I, I didn't know if it's meaningful right now, but it could right. be depending on what uh, I, what we see later in this episode. That top right corner on the YouTube, if you're yes, maybe there's a connection there. Yeah, and then this show has made me like, as this was going on, I went back and read about the Salem witch trials, <laughs> just like how crazy they were. Yeah, nineteen people were executed in the Salem witch trials for being a witch. Fourteen I, women, five men total. Total. That's. I thought I would assume it was like much more. I guess. I mean, still, it's talking about like mass hysteria and how crazy it was. But I mean, nineteen were accused of being witches. And here we go. This is it's crazy because like in this, it's actually not even people having her tied up to a stake. It's a, it's her coven mm-hmm. that she's traded on. So it's like it's a group of witches. Well, then uh, after she kills her mom, she takes this weird pendant thing off of her dress. I don't know if you guys caught that. It was like a w- weird skull thing or something. She gets it and she flies off, and then boom, we are back to the dungeon, and it's Agatha and and Wanda. I think that's what she's what she stole off of her mom's dress. I think is what she was been was wearing in the next like her brooch or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. We got some images up here if you're on our YouTube channel. That's what's maybe on her, especially like like toward the end yeah. scene. It looks like she's got something right there. Yep. Okay, so we get Agatha and the and Wanda in the dungeon. Agatha is a full on witch. She's blocking Wanda's powers using like spells on these old relics, and she's basically making fun of Wanda for like not knowing anything about witch. Like fundamentals, which rules? Mm-hmm. She's like, do you even know what I'm talking about? And she starts talking about how uh, she did bring in fake Pietro, but she says, "I was not. It wasn't me. Literally, she says it was. I used a possession. It was a type of possession that she did. This makes me think that this is the Fox Quicksilver, and that the, it is going to be some kind of X Men tie over. And I don't know if it'll be. He'll be the only yeah. one." I almost think that maybe she pulled him out. She says that she couldn't use the real body because there were holes in him. He was a he was a continent away. That was graphic to think about. It, absolutely, but like she, you're... I love the specifics though because then it was like, okay, so you couldn't use him. You're you got this other guy, and I think that maybe like the X Men are gonna like come looking for him. Fine by me, right? Yeah, I exactly. mean your theory <laughs> on uh, how this episode would play out was pretty accurate. Yeah, if you looked at those tweets, I. So it said episode eight will be purely Wanda's backstory and Agatha's. I was wrong on one piece. What was it? It was like coming back from the snap. Yes, I, I thought that. Would, I thought we get that, but we didn't get that. But either way, so we get some stuff here. It's like okay, maybe this Pietro's real. And then Agatha says she sensed Westview from like across the world. And her whole thing is here's her big here's her big thing. Here's what Agatha's up to. What she is there to find out how Wanda did this. All right, it's time for like all of us to find out how Wanda did this, and that's why we're going to go down the road. What'd you find, PC Mike? I was looking at that picture of um, Agatha's mom and the thing, and then is that her mom's name? What's or- her What's her mom's name? Oh, no, is this going to be a spoiler? Or is it like comic book lore? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say anything. Yeah, I can tell. Like, uh, Yeah, it's not, uh, I don't know. But probably best to just, just leave you know, it. You never know. All right, all right. Well, maybe we'll talk about it on the Patreon part at the end. Yeah. We'll save that. I don't know. It just it was when I typed in Agatha Harkness mom, mother. Yeah, mom. A name came up, and it kind of was like, oh boy. Yeah, I don't know if I want to know that. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm not going to talk about it. Maybe right. we'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> if you're curious, listener, you can go do it yourself. We will not be spared. Yeah, we just don't want to spoil ourselves. I'm sorry. It just it'll like because I've done it before. Yeah, you know, it's like if you look too deep, you're like, oh, well, that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. Ag- it's time for all of us to find out what's going on. Agatha is like, how are you? You're you're possessing people and changing reality miles away. I'm a witch that's been around for 500 years. You know, basically, we know that she's very powerful because she killed those witches. So she wants to know how she did this. All right, so before we move on, I uh, wanted to ask you, uh, Giggler, what I mean, what do you think about Agatha? Do you think that she's on her own here? This is basically like the most of what we get on Agatha is this first five minutes. The rest of it's really all about Wanda. Do you think this lady's on her own? It seems like she's just kind of, like she says she was basically just searching for Wanda because she felt the energy, and she's just here to figure out what's going yeah. on. Yeah, using this episode as a basis and without prior knowledge of what I've read or thought about, I I would think that she's doing this alone, but just the fact that she has, she always talks about her husband, Ralph, and we don't know who that is. She does whisper to the bunny a couple times. She's like, not whisper, but she's like, she finally knows who we are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that could be, I've seen speculation of like in, in the comic books, like she had like a, tiger or something like that, that right was her like pet and they that, 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 anthony that, talked about that last week he, yeah she had like a kitten or something like or that cat. that might be they just switching that to a, a a rabbit but okay i mean at first i thought the rabbit was like one of the kids i think what we what we've talked about last week but we're no. off on that but I'd, I'd say uh i'm we're probably batting like a worse than a professional baseball player on our predictions but it's still still fun to talk about and yeah being right every once in a while is Fun, that's but. enough of a payoff for me if i'm right once i'm like i'm on top of the world i'm yeah. like oh we called one thing um okay let's get down these let's go down these memories because this is where if you're in an ogmcu film it gets really fun here uh but again i, I can kind of see mike's point some of this was a little drawn out the first one we get wanda and pietro as young children this is the part of wanda's backstory where the stark missile blows up her apartment kills her parents did you guys notice the parents were not the people from the commercials mm-hmm I didn't expect that. I didn't like. I didn't actually notice that at all. I mean, so it's not them. So the question it really lies is like, who were who are these two people that in like are in almost every commercial in like the first three commercials? It's like we have. I have no idea who they are. By right, the way, I've never right. seen them in other movies that I can think of. And yeah, the backs this, these upcoming scenes definitely address a lot of those um, commercials because in this one itself, that yes. beeping of the is mm-hmm. exactly yeah. like the toaster yeah in the first was. commercial I think. yeah the first commercial with the yeah. toaster where it makes that weird beep and then it's the other flashbacks too you're totally right you can kind of draw a parallel to like each one is to a, a moment in, in these backstories so but it was really cool seeing all the dvds and, and that stuff yeah. from her childhood and they were all from the show like even malcolm in the middle was in that DVD box. Yeah and you then you start to get a lot of the ties yeah. the dick van dyke show the mary, mary tyler moore show um, and it, uh, these were the TV shows of her childhood. So it was that direct connection. I wonder if, and this is just me thinking, dreams are so weird. Mm-hmm. And this is like a big dream for her. Those commercials are repressed memories. Right. And I wonder if in her dream, like they're not totally, di- those represent her parents, but they're changed a little bit because she was so young. I mean, maybe, maybe she attached maybe. them somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I think that I don't know. Or I don't was know. it like, or maybe these people don't matter at all, and they're just like other members of the town. They could just be like another true couple. You but know, they have. I'm gonna be very upset if all these breadcrumbs, like when you said with Ralph, her husband. If there's just no payoff for that, I'm gonna be like, really? 
I gotta wait I like I gotta wait seven years down the line <laughs> and see like a new movie, and they'd be like, "Oh, Ralph, you guys remember Ralph like, from seven years ago?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, on the tra- if you go off their track record, yeah. that is might, it might be what they do. And older, grayer us will still be sitting yes. around this table, yeah, just giggling about that. Yeah, we'll have gray happiness. beards, chiseled abs, and we'll just be talking about WandaVision <laughs> <Yeah>. season ten. <laughs> Um, all right, so this is kind of cool. We find out that it looks like to me Wanda was a witch from a young age and that she stopped this missile with maybe some powers. And what, Agatha says it. She's like, okay, so what powered you up to where you could do all this? And we know where this is going if you're an MCU fan. We get in memory two how Wanda got her powers. We get Baron Wolfgang Von Strucker, played by Thomas Crushman, same guy, same actor from the beginning of Age of Ultron. When uh, they're fighting against the Avengers, they have Loki's staff. And then the end credit scene of that movie, of Falcon, I'm sorry, of the movie we talked about earlier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, is the introduction of these characters. And we see Dr. Von Strucker and hit them with the powers. These are the years leading up to that moment. This is crazy. I mean, this movie that we talked about today did come out in 2014. Seven years later, we're getting kind of the payoff. So, Mike, it's not looking good for what... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, oh no oh god we're gonna be waiting um, uh, by that time we probably read every single comic book that came out and like come up with our own theories dude if you remember what i said from the beginning of this i was looking up some stuff but what did i say like you can watch this stuff without those easter eggs too and yeah. it's it's almost like been a little misleading i don't know if a lot of the payoffs people think they're gonna get they're gonna get but i don't know we'll see we Correct. got one we only got one episode left i'm kind of with you how what are they gonna pack into this thing and then I want to ask ask the listeners this. I would love to, when WandaVision leaves off, what comic or graphic novel should we wow, read good question. that might connect us a little bit more? Good question. Because we're coming in, we're not comic guys. Like yeah. I've had comics in the past, but what would be like the essential one to maybe get some more story or something like that? I think that would be cool to read and like kind of go through and see. Yeah, like we get we watch this stuff and then we're like, well, we want to read some of the original content. Absolutely. That's a great question. Let us know. Write us at com- uh, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash contact. Let us know. Uh, moving the story along. Uh, so we do get, this is the big moment, guys. This is the picture you guys were talking about. We're t- uh, uh, bragging on our YouTube channel right now. We do have the images from Disney+. Plus. Here we go. Wanda goes in, powerless, to Von Strucker's lab. The Mind Stone is there. He says, touch it. She starts to go to it. It, to only her eyes, it looked like to me, by the time they showed everything. Um, the Mind Stone, or the, really the, the little gem from the thing comes out, goes up to her. The Infinity Stone, the Mind Stone, pops out of this, and Wanda reaches out to touch it, and it like explodes in power, this big yellow light. And it's going into her body. This is the process that she's getting her powers. Almost looking like the Mind Stone chose her. Like it, she didn't even have to touch the thing. And then in the light, as she stands there and she's looking, she sees the outline of what looks like the Scarlet Witch. Kind of like a woman floating in the air. A silhouette. She's got the horns. You know, we talked about maybe it being a tie to Agatha's mother because it looks similar. My theory was because of everything we've heard, we talked about on this show, Anthony talked about the Scarlet Witch being like a nexus being, being like a crossover multiverse type of character that's going to blow up and be huge. I'm thinking that this might be Scarlet Witch herself coming back and giving herself the powers. And that might be a payoff we get years down the road. Yep. But I don't, that's a that's total deep. guess. That's deep. 
Can we quit saying years down the road? <laughs> and I, maybe they'll pay it us off in this episode. Maybe they'll pay us off in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness 2, which comes out later this year. Yes, please. That, I mean, I think that's a little no. bit more realistic than years I think down the road. big payoffs will happen quicker than we think, but I think like little Easter eggs, like we're like people are starting to find and push together. They, those might be like phase 11. Yeah, yeah. There will right. always be stuff that keeps mixing. And... Here's one um, from talking about the commercials that we talked about earlier. Uh, I believe it was the second episode. There was a watch commercial that had Strucker's name on the watch. So yes. that's kind of a, probably what references this this scene where the, obviously yeah, traumatic we again. were led to believe originally that Strucker gave them these powers, but evidently per Agatha's reveal prior, she might have been born a witch. So that kind of changes a lot of things about how we view the creation of mutants in the MCU as to where mm-hmm. originally we thought that Strucker created them to be, I guess, mutants for lack of a better word, but enhanced individuals or whatever is probably right. what they would call it officially. And it might be just how they're born. There could be mutants everywhere like in the natu- MCU. We just like don't na- hear about them. There's like natural mutants versus... Or maybe there's something that happens to awaken the gene. That's like something that's always been talked about in like the uh, original theories before this all even started. So, Did Quicksilver get his powers from the Infinity Stone from the Time Stone too? That we don't know. I don't think. Like we don't even know that. Obviously, do he, <laughs> he didn't a... have super speed as a kid. Otherwise, he would have saved everyone. And I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a really. I mean, this is and these are the questions that we're asking. Is like, all right, well, how are these people awakened yeah. in that way? Like, and also, it's also you're having to ask yourself, well, hold on now, what's an MCU meet, mutant? They've never used the word before, but that doesn't mean that's not what they are. Correct. And also, Agatha is showing her this. Who knows if she's just trying to ma- manipulate her as well? Um, I mean, we don't know that all this that she's showing her to be facts or or real. She said she does say that we're visiting some real reruns when, as they really? go back, okay. and like it led you to believe that like this is true, but like who's to say it's not? Yeah. But I I think that they were that they're real memories, and Wanda seems like she's actually remembering. She's like, oh my gosh, that's right. Moving on, move memory three. This is cool. Wanda living at the Avengers compound, like having her same bedroom that she has in Captain America Civil War. So this happens like these are the moments leading up to Captain America Civil War, and it's after Age of Ultron, after her brother dies, and you're basically watching Wanda and Vision like start to kindle a relationship, and we get this unbelievable line that from Vision, but what is grief but love persevering? I mean, are you crying yet? I teared up a little bit. I mean, that was pretty good. And I'm just, again, I think I'm preparing for this vision to. I did love like when he just like came to the wall and she's like, vision, are you there? And he just like kind of slips through the wall. He's like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a nod to like a joke from oh, Civil yeah. War where he has the same thing. And she goes, vision, we talked about this. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then I did look up Quicksilver really quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it says he is a mutant, a human born with innate superhuman powers. But is that like the comic books? Quicksilver? It says in most depictions. Well, we need to know like MCU Quicksilver played by what's his name? Aaron Tyler Johnson. Is that right? Yeah. I got that right. Yeah. <laughs> the first two. I didn't yeah. know the last. You got one. it. I was gonna say Thompson. I'm glad you cut me off. <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask: Was there any part of you, PC Mike, during this scene where like Vision, like we get a flashback to Vision, just kind of being human for the first time? Is he redeeming himself at all to you yet? This show to me is kind of. I think he like, has already. I think he has already. Um. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's still just a computer. 
Like but that's the that's the question though. He can seems, machines love? Well, he's like different than just a robot. I mean, he's powered by. I mean, like, he's the most sophisticated computer robot in the world, right? Sentient, Ever. sentient being yeah, is what yeah. they call him. Pretty important. It, I was a little sad when he was on the table later on. That was sad. Yeah, that hurt to watch. Yeah. Well, getting right to that. Uh, leading up to this. Wanda said, I wanted him back. She starts to remember, and Agatha says, okay. The door opens. We're at Sword HQ. It's time to learn what happened. Agent Hayward, they meet up very quickly. We do see her bust through the doors. You know, we saw this footage of her busting through the doors, making it look like she, remember that, early in episode, like, two or three? Um, But then she's talking to Hayward. He's, like, taunting her, in my mind. Like, very much so. Like, little under punches. Like, oh, we're going to bring him back online. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, back to life. And he's like, "Oh, you can. Oh, you want to take it with you?" Keeps calling it it. Yeah. And he's... and just riling her up because I think he wanted to see if she could go down there and turn him back on. Oh yeah, I think he's manipulating the shit out of her for sure. And that failed. So then she actually just leaves. She didn't take Vision's body. She just leaves and she gets in her Scarlet Buick. And she drives across New Jersey to Westview. It was really scarlet. I didn't it, it was it was like burgundy. Well done. <laughs> I mean, it was a shade of red, and it was a very nice Buick. Cool. cool. It was like one of the first times I'd ever seen like an Avenger like get into their car and then like back it up and like <laughs> try go, to go to a house, do like normal she, things. Looks like she was in a, like an IKEA parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> it was just the sword base. Instead, uh, she's just going to alter reality. All right, so she drives into Westview, and we see Westview before Wanda reality has happened. We see Norm. We see Mrs. Hart. We see um, a few other townspeople. David Schwimmer, a.k.a. Ross from Friends. Yeah, David Schwimmer's, like, little brother. (laughs) (laughs) And here we go. Wanda pulls up to this plot where this house should be. She has, like, a blueprint or a deed, like, that Vision had bought this house, I guess, for them. Mm -hmm. And it didn't even get the chance to get built. This town is... Down and dead. This is post blip world. So it's like I think this is probably one of the towns that was really affected, is what I'm guessing, and why it was so like it was really mopey. It was looking like it was like really broken. The world's like recovering still, I feel like. Yeah, he would have had to buy it, I guess, in the Infinity War time period. Which then... which is two years. I mean, yeah. you know, there's a lot of time between I mean, all of it. I mean, Age of Ultron to Civil War to Infinity War. You're talking you're talking like three or four years. Yeah, yeah. Crap. That's insane. It is insane. I I didn't catch that at first. (laughs) Was that the first time that they showed the letter when it was on the front seat of her car? That's what I was thinking. I was like, where did this come from? Because I I was just like, what? But didn't they say that he had a living will? I don't know. I thought that Hayward said something about a living will or something, but I thought maybe they gave it to her. That's what. And I was like, what is that? Like, you guys are like reading his mind? That's what one of the most effed up things that Hayward said was like, we can't. Well, we're not just going to let you take three billion dollars of vibranium and put it in the bury ground. it in the ground. I was like, "Oh my god!" He's he was taunting her for yeah, sure. I think, yeah, to where maybe he is trying to get her to try to create him because I, of I how failed so. this all is. I think it was. I think he wanted her to go down there, use her powers, and she she does. She touches him with her powers, and she's like, "I can't feel you." Oh yeah. I mean, do we blame him for wanting to save three billion dollars in his budget, though? <laughs> no, but, you, I, I get it from a business standpoint. Yeah, vibranium's yeah. pretty. I mean, I'd be collecting that shit all the time if it was real here. So here's the big part <laughs> at the house. This is it. Her magic just explodes. Twice. First time it explodes, it just starts like making the house and Wanda reality stuff. Stuff that we're used to seeing, glitchy looking TV stuff, all 
from her, nothing else. No vision body, no one else around. She builds this thing, and then it double explodes. It goes for miles on, on end, gets the whole town, and this is where she literally creates vision from scratch. Is that what you guys saw too? I mean, it looked like to me she made him from absolutely nothing, and we do get the line from Agatha just to kind of jump to that part. She says, like, you can do spontaneous creation. So it's like, holy shit, she just made a, like, a new vision with like a new infinity stone in his head, but like, can he not leave her? And like, we've always had that theory. It has to be something that's already there for her to change it. Didn't we kind of talk about that before? Well, we thought that, yeah. but like, they but just so proved, they proved us wrong because she just made it from scratch. Like literally out of her in the midair, I'm pretty sure because she's so powerful, she made him. Yeah. However, I, I think that he has to be with her. But he goes out on his own in the town. Is that? And then he tried to. He tried to leave, and as he, he was, he crossed, it was pulling him back because he was way too far away. I don't know if he can leave her. I think that's like the. I think that's the catch. She might be able to take the whole reality down, and maybe he could stay. But like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to think she basically that's be a proving and like proving that she can create an infinity stone from nothing. If that's true, if that's, that's true. Or is it like some kind of modified infinity also stone? With it just like, looks. Also with like no training, she's able to do that. So that just kind of shows it is valid that like, well, Agatha's like making fun of her. Like, right, think about how we call her prior to this. Like she's one of the strongest and she hasn't even had formal training. So right, we don't know what what's to come from here. Well, and let's she... just wrap it up because we're here at the very end and this is where we like they try to answer it, I guess, kind of quickly. But... It comes back to Wanda in the present day, and Agatha's like slow clapping in the crowd, like slow clapping WandaVision. She's like, bravo. They're out in the street. She's got the boys by her magic, and she says, you are not supposed to exist. You're a creature that can spontaneously create, and that it is, I, I see people making fun of it online, and I think it is. it was kind of written just a little, and that makes you the Scarlet Witch. First time ever said. In an MCU title, yeah, I, I didn't even realize that 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 was something that wasn't said prior to this. I feel like it's it's now becoming a a thing to where, oh, she hasn't been called this before. It's gonna right. be her coming out party, I guess. Well, because she hasn't really. She has been like on this journey of just learning her powers and kind of going along with the Avengers, but she yeah. hasn't. I mean, like you said, we're talking about her as this one big powerful being, but we have she's never done anything in the MCU to to show us this until now. Um, PC Mike, how were you feeling when it ended and Agatha said that line and it goes to credits and we'll talk about the end credit scene last. I wanted a little bit more. Yeah. Um, like you said, they've literally advanced the story and like that's a present timeline, four minutes. Yep. Um, they didn't even like bring, you didn't even get vision back from flying off in episode seven, like leaving Darcy. You'd think that like at least yeah. he'd be there. Yeah. But talking about this makes me again more interested. This podcast makes me way more interested in things. And now I'm like thinking about how powerful was she? Did the stone help her become even more powerful? And now I'm thinking about her brother because I'm trying to I'm trying <laughs> to find if her brother also had the powers. Or let's tie in a I don't know, an HBO show with Game of Thrones where we have one who's the Queen of Dragons, but her brother was a fake guy and he got burned. Daenerys's brother like got burned because he didn't have the powers. Did her brother not have the powers and she had the power? You know what I mean? I do know. And it's like you got to start asking fundamental questions like, well, who is 
Wanda, or maybe like those people in the commercials were her real parents. And like maybe those people in Sokovia like aren't even her parents because they were just like regular old Sokovian people. She seemed to be like, I mean, she she was emotional wreck at that during that scene. So I feel like it has to be them, but who knows? Or it's who she thinks they are. Right. Because like, right. I mean, Agatha says she was born a witch and I, I'm with you. It's like, well, if she was born a witch, yeah, did Quicksilver have something? But like, did she get X gene powers from the Infinity Stone? Did I enhance it? Right. Did it just bo- boost it up? Mm-hmm. And did her brother get them? I don't know. Fair question. But that is one of the things on like the Wikipedia that I'm on. It's like, well, we thought this was happening, that they were made in this lab, and now with WandaVision, we don't really know. Giggler, what did you think of uh, the end of this episode? What were you thinking during the part where she made Vision from scratch as that was happening? I was just kind of in shock, honestly. Like, obviously... it was kind of a big swerve. We all thought that she just stole the body, reanimated it. They kind of hinted to that with the nasty scene where you see the indented forehead where obviously she was just having a bad bad moment, I guess, where she saw the uh, deceased vision in, in her eyes. But, um, yeah, I, I think this – I'm really excited to see where her powers and everything go from here. But at the same time, I mean, this might turn her to a villain. So mm. that wouldn't be good for the rest of the squad. Could be like a Dark Phoenix situation. Yeah. Where like she goes bad. Like well, that. not like hey, bad like the movie. <laughs> I know. Let's uh, let's get some better juju in here. Like, knock on wood. Like, yeah. we're, having, no. we're having a really good time. No, and... I'm just talking about uh, Dark Phoenix, the character. Because I, uh, I think that Dark Phoenix character is amazing. The or Jean Grey. G- the Jean Grey storyline yeah. yeah. to Dark Phoenix is really, yeah. really fun. So yeah. I could see that maybe being that road where like she is tapping into such a high power source where... If you, she can't I mean, control it. She can't control it, and she also didn't remember any of this. Like it, she had to go through this like process with Agatha to even remember what happened. Correct, and who knows? Like I, I going into the scene where she was in the Sword headquarters talking to Hayward, I thought for sure that he was gonna be actually ma- manipulating her somehow, and maybe maybe she is. That's just how, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna capture her and make her do this but obviously she just he manipulated her into doing this out of her own free will and now she's remembering it from the help of another witch so like who i don't well let's move to hayward actually this is perfect we'll talk about the end credit scene and we get really do kind of the highlight of hayward's plan we know that he had the body right hey wanda did not take it he flat out lied we get the sword camp outside of the hex hayward he says, someone walks up and says, we're ready for launch. They go inside. They're powering up something using that Wanda, Wanda-fied magic uh, drone that they pulled out. They're like, we'll just use this energy source to power up something. And boom, here we go in the case. We got an image here on our YouTube channel. We get white vision. This guy opens his eyes. He looks at his hands. Doesn't say a word, but he is up. He's awake. There are two visions now. What in the actual hell is what I was thinking? A second vision is born. I think it's going to fight the real vision. I think, I don't know. Will one make it? Will one die? Will both die? Um, and what will happen to Wanda, Agatha, and the boys and these two visions? Is it a new person? Is it Ultron? What are you thinking? Ultron, wow. That Could you imagine him talking with James Spader's voice? Oh, my gosh. Would, they bring him back? I would crap my pants if that happened on friday so that could be the cameo <laughs> james spader coming back as age of ultron but 
he said he's never worked with this actor, and he very much worked. But with what if James the cameo? Spader, I would think. What if the cameo is himself? This maybe, <laughs> I've never worked you with this. No. <laughs> could you? I I, I don't remember how he actually said it, but if he just said a character, uh, someone that I've wanted to work like he could be talking about okay what hey you're gonna play this guy vision and i'm sure he did all of his homework reading every single vision comic or story ever oh, and I maybe don't know. maybe i mean that's what i would do if i was about to play a <laughs> yeah that's a, sure you read all the source material yeah, so yeah. you uh and i'm sure he could have seen that and been like oh i hope that we get to see this character on screen and i've, I've heard it be speculated for for months but i never thought i i don't know anything about it so it's not something i'm gonna get super jacked up about to see something in the comic books that i know nothing about um, so I, I, I mean, but still seeing this, how, like, this is the end credit scene that stands to all end credit scenes getting excited because I'm, I'm, it just makes me even more pumped for what's going to happen. Like you said, two visions, two witches, two kids, WTF. I don't and know. dude, and it's like, it felt like, so, I felt like a little kid. I was like, cause you always want to see like the alt, like I was always a big fan of like Bizarro Superman, like stuff like that, like the alternate version, like the anti- yeah, stuff you know DC does a lot of that stuff and this was like I felt like kind of cool like it's like what is this other vision what will happen um, PC Mike final thoughts on this episode big moments that we didn't get to talk about and uh, any predictions so I think that the white vision is what they talked about in earlier episodes Project Cataract yes okay that makes I sense think that's what that's what the internet's saying. I didn't come up I wasn't sitting there like coming up with no it, that but... was in the email that Darcy found mm-hmm. she emailed that to Wu I also noticed that on his head, it does look like a nano, uh, like uh, it's like one of Tony's nano arc reactors from his chest. I don't know. I think the James Spader thing has been rumored for a while. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but I don't think that would be the cam. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't think it's. Well, no, he's already worked with him, so he can't. That can't. I think be. he already has, yeah. and I honestly, I, I think it is. It just keeps pointing to Doctor Strange. I don't think anyone wants to really face that it's just Doctor Strange because it's the most obvious answer. But I think he's gonna show up and like be like, "Hey, what's been going on over here?" <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm ninety percent sure Paul Bettany said it's not Doctor Strange. Okay, it was after. So That's he fair. he did that initial interview that kind of piqued everyone's interest, and we were all like, "Okay, it's Evan Peters." That's not that exciting. Um, but he he doubled down and said it's it's a cameo that some like, but it's not Doctor Strange, right? And then could I mean, it be him or is it? who Agatha is working with or see none of the above. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've, I've done a good job of calling some stuff at least here in the later, but I'm telling you, I'm filling out a loss going into this, <laughs> this season finale. I I just don't know. I don't know what it's going to do, how it's going to end. I do. I'm just going to say it. An Avenger showing up. Some Avenger. I'm going to make a prediction. Go ahead. I'm going to shoot for the stars. Go for it. X-Men will show up to save this version of Quicksilver. Oh my gosh. And like, that's, be wild what if it oh my gosh it's like like, what if it's like i mean we talked about michael fassbender as magneto they i mean they they held a luke skywalker cameo uh on the table out of the public eye for elizabeth olsen like i was reading some articles about what they did to hide evan peter's inclusion and he's a not even a technically a main character of this so i i can't imagine what they have to do to hide something like that but when they do, it's so freaking worth it at the end. Like, just, I got goosebumps even thinking about the, the, the Luke Skywalker cameo. And oh, I yeah. could, would put Star Wars at, like, barely in my top 10 of franchises of movies all time. So, yeah. 
I know exactly what you mean. Um, well, one to go, guys. One more. I can't believe that just like that, WandaVision's coming to a close. There's, it feels like we just started this thing. This one's going to be like, don't blink. Yeah. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah. Like, don't, don't say a word. Yeah. <laughs> it might have to be like minute intervals. Like, watch. Like, oh, I got to take I a break. It. I'm so excited. <laughs> Holy shit. I just realized how excited I am to get up again. I got 7 a, couple, <laughs> a couple Easter eggs that. Let's that, hear I, that I saw. So the way that she is like creating, um, like the red mist coming off her and everything is supposed to be a callback to the scene in Age of Ultron after her brother dies, where you just kind of see her just go crazy and she just murks every all the robots that are around her. Um, let's see. So the heart that was on the um, the note from Vision with like the deed to the house. Um, was like the same that was on the calendar in the first episode. So evidently that they're pointing to that as saying that's like their one year anniversary or something like that. So mm, kind the of heart makes, on the calendar from episode from episode one. Yeah. So that makes everything even more sad. Um, this might have been like their closing date. Uh, what like August twenty third or whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. And then in the scene in the uh, Avengers headquarters where they're talking on the bed, Vision and Wanda. So she says. It's just like this wave washing over me again and again. It knocks me down, and when I try to stand up, it just comes for me again. It's just going to come drown me. And then Monica basically said that exact same thing when she was in the hex. So evidently, she's just manifesting her feelings to everyone in that area, and that mm -hmm. explains why when Vision like touches the people and they like come to it for like a minute, um, they're like it's always like they're in pain and like there's. Mm, they're agony. all in agony. Yeah, because so like, they're they're replicating what she's going through. Yeah, that so that's, sounds that's exactly right. That sounds exactly right. I'm just glad I don't live in Westview. We'll just say, dude, that. these people are going through it. And <laughs> what's going to happen to these people is the big question. And what's going to happen to this town? We don't know anything. Like we haven't even asked that question. Yeah, could you imagine? Like you just come to, and all of a sudden you're like wearing a clown outfit. Like you're just <laughs> in the circus. Like how did I get here? I'd be like, I guess dreams do come true. <laughs> I know we've made that joke, but it's like living in Gotham. Like, oh, this is happening again. <laughs> oh, wear a helmet to work, yeah. walking downtown. Um, all right, well, one to go. I can't believe it. Um, next week's the season finale, and I'd say that I'm like really super sad, but the truth is it's only 18 days till <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, so, so when this comes out, it'll be 15. That's right. So about we'll, two weeks. So about two weeks, a little time. We got some other stuff that we need to watch. We got some like – we got to prep for the Snyder Cut. We got Actually, it's good timing for the tournament. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. Um, with that, we will keep you posted. Let us know what you're thinking of the show. We will be watching WandaVision, of course, this Friday, talking about it next week, the big season finale on Disney+. Plus. Holy cow, we're so excited. Let's talk about what's coming up. All right, uh, a few things going on this week in the show. Uh, of course, every Tuesday, we release our spinoff on Spotify, Mostly Superheroes, the music show this week. Did a film for uh, Andy, our good buddy Luke. He had recommended Donnie Darko. Did a review of it today on our mini episode of Mostly Superheroes, streaming now where you get your podcast. And I did a whole music episode. So a lot of Donnie Darko on my mind today. The soundtrack is unbelievable. A lot of 80s hits, 90s hits. Ah. And uh, it's a good mix. Uh, I don't Have you guys seen Donnie Darko? I have not. I have not seen it since like, I want to say like middle school or early high school. Yeah, I will say watch it. I will say Definitely rewatch it because I think it'd be good for you to revisit as an adult and like get your take on it and uh, just put it on your list. Okay. I, I think it was it's a great psychological thriller with a time component compo uh, 
little part of it too to where it's like you don't know exactly what's real and fake and is time travel real or is it like in this guy's head is it easier to understand than memento that's all i ask yeah yeah it's a little more straightforward (laughs) but it's i mean you still got to pay attention you guys trippy you got to pay attention but the soundtrack is awesome go to spotify search mostly superheroes the music show it also pops up if you just search the music show and of course it's at mostly superheroes.com Continuing the MCU rewatch, we are using the hashtag MCU rewatch. We are watching Guardians of the Galaxy next week, and you also get like a tight little uh, Age of Ultron review and rating next week. It won't be a full-on review, but we've already done that one, so just go to our website and you'll find it. And then the WandaVision season finale coming right around the corner. Can't believe it's wrapping up. We're excited to break it open. And then something new every day. We actually just updated the schedule, got a, a kind of like a fresher little order. We got our Patreon stuff coming out on Wednesday, a day early. Full episodes where you get your podcast and on YouTube every single Thursday at midnight and a lot more than that. Um, Carrie's already working on getting this onto our merch. Nice. So I we'll need have, a magnet, a oh, big magnet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You said the magnets are a little small. You said it was like a, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a bottle cap. Yeah. It's meant to so just get like, a couple, get, get, a couple. A, get, a, get a couple of them. There's lots. There's a uh, hoodies, t-shirts. Uh, here's our mug right here. And my mug on this mug, and you can just uh, yeah check out the schedule. It's gonna be awesome. We'll get on some uh, some some stuff for you to buy. That's at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash merch. This was season uh, two, episode ten, by the way. Crazy, ten Double weeks, dig. ten weeks, just like that. You guys having fun? Of course. Is it getting better for you each week? You feel like it's like just I feel like it just evolves a little bit every time. It's crisp. crisp. Yeah, yeah. It's getting a little crisper. I remember, Not like the DNA cutting stuff, but I remember like that first time that we started to go through like um, the Mandalorian. Oh my gosh! And it was like a forty-five minute redo of the Mandalorian. Yeah, if you haven't listened to early episodes, <laughs> it was like, all right, we're gonna talk about this movie pretty much line by line. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's that person's name? I haven't. I don't forget their name. It's been in. We talked about it a hundred times. Hey, this stuff is practice. It it's practice, and I know it's getting. It's very getting very clear to me. What is most important to me? Put it down. We're going to tell it to you, the listener. And man, watching stuff like Captain America, the Winter Soldier, finding that little Easter egg the same week in an episode of WandaVision. That was that was really, truly like a once in a, like like for TV watching. I almost wanted to make fun of you, like once in a, I don't know, 19 movie shot. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's the question is like, oh my gosh, how much of this does connect? Well, we're going to keep on going and keep telling you. Giggler, uh... Give us some final thoughts. What are you most excited for coming up on the show? And have you filled out your bracket? Yet? I have not filled out. I need you to print me one if that's oh, possible. I can do that while you're here. I appreciate that's that. That's no problem. Otherwise, I'll have to I need to wait till you get the new one. So here's the update on the tournament. Hashtag Mostly Madness. Our movie tournament has officially started. Go to MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash Mostly Madness. 32 movies fighting their way to the championship. It's up to us. It's up to you, the fans. You have to vote. You, we're going to put it all on our social media. Mainly Instagram is going to be our, our top place for this, but it'll be everywhere. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm so excited. These vote, The voting mechanism we've come up with, we're going to keep you nice and updated on the bracket. And we have a nice brand, a good logo that's going to go on the new bracket to print it. So I'll get it for you listeners, and I'll get it for you, Andy. I'll print you guys off one. Fill it out. Go to the website. You email it in. There's a link there. It's super simple. By doing this, you get a couple things. One, you're going to be entered to win a weekly drawing. And then two, of course, if your bracket is closest in the end to the actual winner, you're going to win a grand prize for most of the superheroes. So you haven't filled it out yet, but I know you're excited to start voting on some of these matchups. Oh, yeah. I've already loosely picked my final four. Oh, really? You've already but got it. 
we'll see. I mean, you can share it if you want. No, I mean, wait, just no, wait. We'll yeah, there. we'll talk more about it next week. We'll yeah. like maybe like do some tease votes, maybe to get a couple prepared to talk over. PC Mike, any final thoughts? Did you have a good time today? And are you still very excited for the Wandavision? Very excited for that. Excited for the movie Madness because there are some bangers in the first round. There really are. Yeah, um, and we just did like. So it's a great list of movies. Yeah, and it's just movies we love. And it, there's no rhyme or reason, but it's just movies we love, good movies. Um, I'm not saying that, like, oh, the IMDb score is low. No, it's just movies that you want to watch. What I was impressed with was as, like, us three talked about them, even getting, like, our, our ladies involved and, like, getting the consensus on certain things. We all just were kind of leaning toward, like, okay, this one or this one. Like, it's we're on the fence about it. And we just kind of agreed about, like, oh, that one's good. I feel like we did a good job of coming up with them quickly. Mm-hmm. But then filtering out kind of the not so great ones. Oh yeah, yeah. there's going to be people that have matchups that they hate, that they love. It's going to make you a little. We talked about it. It's going to make you a little angry sometimes. You're going to be like, I got to pick between these two. Yeah, like it's almost it's going to be tough. And I think with this, it's just go with your gut. Yep. Print it off. Go with your gut. Go with the gut. Turn it in. It's the same as the any other bracket. You just got to go for it. And share that shit to your friends as well. Absolutely, yeah. We want to get more people involved with this. Uh, this is a the whole po- a big point of this is to uh, get us sharing some stuff on social. I'll tell you right now, a component of this. If if you're sharing out our stuff, you're going to be entered into more drawings as well. So we're doing we're making this kind of like a festival thing. It's an annual tournament. We're going to be like celebrating ourselves. This podcast is all about celebrating storytelling. Um, but peace of Mike, I didn't let you finish. Any words of optimism for our our squad? As we start March of 2021. I mean, I think the way things are going, it's been a year or so with the coronavirus, but I think overall people that are still um, doing their thing, they're healthy, they're being smart, they're being safe. I think the light's at the end of the tunnel. I really do. Um, I just read on CNN today that I think by the end of March, there's going to be like 150 million more doses Mm -hmm. of the vaccine out. And by... Probably the end of July, there'll be 400 million. Yep. So, I mean, we're getting there. Uh, MCU's helping us out by pumping out content that we can kind of 45 minutes a day just de stress and not worry about it. Um, but just be smart, be safe, and uh, interact with us because that makes Logan's job a lot easier. And we love seeing your guys' comments and things like that. Uh, but like I said, just keep being safe. Yeah, and we're going, and I'll tell you right now, we're going through all this stuff with you guys. I totally feel you. I feel like this this horizon in the site. I feel like things are moving in at least a direction where I felt like for a while we just weren't moving in any direction. I mean, I look at the data a lot. It's downward trending. It's going like this. Um, It's just going. Yep, the transition, transmission rate is below one. This is not a health podcast, no, by the way. No, so take this just, all as we read this stuff like <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. It's just positive. And, yes, absolutely. Uh, it just it feels good to ha- like see positive yeah, news in the yeah, news. Yeah. And uh man, WandaVision though. That's right. We're gonna keep it pumping for you guys. Thank you so much, Marvel Studios. This has been uh yeah, I think there's probably a big part of why we love it so much is the times, but that's why they're around anyway. Anytime this stuff comes out, good comic books, good stories, it usually comes in times of stress. So this is probably some of the best creative work we've ever seen. We're gonna talk about it with you each and every week. Thank you so much for listening. Join us on the Facebook group. Visit us at mostlysuperheroes.com, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy.